bags and moved down to Florida. And I've been blue since she went and gone. And this Bowling Green Motel room is now my old Kentucky home. All right, we're back for another show. Tonight we've got a special guest on with us. We've got Chad LeCompte. Chad is the tournament director for Pine Belt Kayak Bass Fishing. Uh, you can check them out on Pine on Facebook at Pine Belt Kayak Bass Fishing. Uh, Chad, glad to have you tonight, man. Thanks for being here. Thank you. And uh, also we got Hunter and Matt per usual. Per usual. Yep. So I'm expecting some duck hunting stories. I have a little bit of that. Hopefully, this next weekend for the. <laughs> I'll weekend. have a better one. Yeah, it's open. Today was it? No, veterans and oh. youth. And I have a ten-year-old that loves to hunt. And you're a veteran. I'm a veteran. So I get one more weekend out of it. Well, good for you, man. Good. Before we get into kayak fishing, because I'm excited to hear about this, because I have kayaks now, but I know nothing about using them and or how to catch fish out of them. Um, let's go ahead and knock out the idiot of the week. Two hunters from Wayne County, New York. Oh, man. This is about to get really good. It's going to be Wayne County, Mississippi. I'm not calling out anybody from Wayne County, Mississippi. But from Wayne County, New York, I feel comfortable. Two hunters from Wayne County, New York. Um, both killed what appears to be large two large bucks in closed area of another county in New York, Erie County. Um, and this is where it gets good, and we've talked about it before. Y'all want to guess how they got caught? Social media. Boom. <laughs> Kinda love it. They posted videos and photos of their hunts on Facebook, and the reason they got busted is because a local wildlife photographer had been taking pictures of these two deer and saw the pictures of the dead deer and knew that they had to be killed in a in a closed area. So the local photographer uh, got in touch with like the conservation officers up there and met with them. And the group was able to determine the exact location where one of the suspects posed with his deer. Probably had blood on the ground. Yep, found blood and hair at the location. And they found blood and hair at both locations from what I read. Um, because you know they look at the video footage and they're like oh I know where that's at <laughs> and they go to that spot and sure enough there's blood and hair on the ground um, the Facebook post also these guys went way over not only did they post videos and pictures of the stuff on Facebook but apparently they also divulged the taxidermists that would be doing their work because the Facebook post led the officers to the taxidermist where the racks were located. Confiscated. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You're confiscated. Uh, both suspects were then interviewed and admitting to kill, admitted to killing the deer. Um, and one admitted to shooting the deer with a rifle, which is also illegal in Erie County. So both guys are charged with taking deer in a closed area illegally taking whitetail deer hunting with a rifle and failure to properly tag the deer so that'll that'll get you stop doing that people or at least stop posting it on the internet (laughs) yeah that's what i meant 
Star post, star potion too. <laughs> I thought you meant star potion. Star potion too, but for sure don't post about it. I mean, I mean poaching and posting, not a good combo. Yeah. No. Or just wait a year. <laughs> just wait a year. Oh, you know how hard it is to wait when you kill a good one. Take though? it to a different state and take a picture with it. Do you do you always post a picture of stuff you kill? Like if you usually really want to brag, I do. Yeah, I do usually. But you usually don't. Do it illegally. Yeah, usually you're not. There's no way I'm showing y'all that strap of ducks I shoot in the morning. <laughs> no, if I just if I, kidding. Hypothetically. If I kill something, usually if I kill something, I won't kill something unless I can. You know, if I can, if I can't brag about it, I'm probably not gonna kill it. That's fair. Yeah. Well, Chad, take us through kayak fishing in South Mississippi. Just kind of start from the top, you know, explain it to me like I'm a four-year-old. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, I don't know how. I mean, it's say. not that much different than from when boat. you're in a boat. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, no, you're, well, maybe, maybe we should ask, like, so why close. do people kayak fish outside? I mean, I'm sure there's a monetary reason, too. It's a lot well, you would economical. You would think that no, it it's no, not it's, economical. I figured it was more economical than a bass boat. I can pull up some twelve thousand dollar kayaks, oh, and I man. can pull you up some three thousand dollar bass boats for sale. Yeah. <laughs> so what? So what's the reasoning for the kayak? My three thousand like, dollar kayak mm-hmm. and a three thousand dollar bass boat, two different monsters. Mine, mine still works, and that one don't. <laughs> yeah. And it's mine's cheap. I guess what I'm trying to figure out is like, what's the draw? What got people into the kayak fishing scene? Like, cause y'all have y'all's own tournaments and stuff. And um, I had two boats. I had a Ranger mm-hmm. I was working on, and I had my own fishing scheme. Plus, I had another bass boat that I had availability to anytime I wanted. And I don't know what I, YouTube. It's YouTube's fault. I popped. <laughs> I'm not lying. I popped up YouTube kayak fishing. Something hit me. I was looking at bass tournaments. And I was like, well, I'm going to go try that. So I went and bought a cheap one. Now, cheap one's not the way to go because it was 33 degrees outside and I rolled one. Mm. Water was 66, so I was just stood in the water and fished for an hour. But I think I fished twice, and my third time fishing was in a tournament. And I was, I was hooked. All right, now, when you say cheap kayak... The little three hundred dollar academy from yeah. Walmart. Yeah. yeah, I went and got a used one from a pawn shop for a hundred bucks. Really? And then we're going fifth fifth season in. Yeah, I've got a three thousand dollar one now. So is most of it self propelled, or I've seen the ones that have the trolling motor in the middle of them. Well, that's the question I was going to ask. Are there different leagues? Not leagues, divisions, but classes. divisions, classes. Can you? Can anybody just? Oh. You can be as long as you can legally paddle that sucker. Anybody can fish it. I mean, we do. Like you can't come up with a trolling motor. Yeah, you can. On a, you can. Better have some numbers on it. Yeah, because it's got to be registered. If you power okay. one, you have to. Anything electric motor or <laughs> gas. If you want to be crazy and put a gas motor, they got them. Um, has to be registered. But when does state. it stop becoming a kayak when you put all that on it? Um, you know. Yeah, now they fair. put an XI threes on them. I don't even know what that is. Trolling motors. Okay. On the bow mounts. No kidding. Controlled them with their the, the GPS. Yeah. 
putting waypoints and they and they're putting and they're just fishing while that sucker moves by itself or hmm. sitting still. They're going they're going nuts. They got um, an electric they call it electric outboard. It's called a torpedo. I've seen those. Them suckers will push about six miles an hour on some kayaks. They have them on the back to run to the point. They're just like a boat. And then they got that XI three in the front to fish the rest of the day. Okay, I guess my question with that is, <laughs> like, why not just get a boat? It's get you get you have more room. Um, maybe it's like a motorcycle to I a motorcycle so. guy versus a truck. I think so. Yeah, yeah. if you got to ride somewhere, why not just get so, a truck? So yeah. if you showed up to uh, one of these tournaments in one of those plastic Pelican boats that you can buy at Academy right now, I did. It's like 10, 10 foot, twelve come foot. Out, I come out sixth first tournament. It don't matter what you're fishing in. I mean, I've I've come in third and I've come in sixth my first two tournaments in a little. I mean, I turned to get tackle and fall out of it. That's how cheap it was. No, no, no. I'm talking about the. They're not kayaks. You're talking about a canoe. No, the uh, you know what I'm talking about. The like uh, Bass Busters. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the you, two seats on it. You have yeah. you have to be uh, disabled. Okay. And some clubs won't let them. It's so there. So you do make a distinction between yeah, kayak. If, and if you're if you're disabled and you want to fish, you can. It's unless somebody picks you up and puts you in one of them a kayak. Right. You're not going to be able to fish out of it unless you're just determined to roll yourself in by yourself. But there's people that's asked us about the the bass assassins, and mm-hmm. I have no problem with it. Because right. I mean, it's a trolling motor, and you're not going any faster because. You're in a barge, right. and it's square just about. It's a catamaran type. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but on most local tournaments are from a canoe to a kayak, plastic, all plastic. Yeah. And you can't put a trolling motor on them. It has to be can't can't have a 120 pound thrust. Can't be off of a off of a right. bay boat. It's got to be. 50, 55 on down, but yeah, there too. there certainly is an appeal. What size though. batteries that run off of? I can't imagine having like a car battery sitting on my kayak. So how small lithium. the battery? Little small lithium ones, hundred fifty to a hundred amp lithium, depending. There's some that's got two or three of them in their kayak. Runs pretty good. I mean, most of the day for them. Um, yeah. Look up look up Christine Fisher on YouTube. Okay. Check out her. Uh, her brand new Hobie with two 12 inch screens on the front. I mean, that's, well, that's, that's another thing. Like, when I, which I've got the, the cheap Pelican mm-hmm. kayaks at the house, and my daughter and I'll take them out and fish small lakes and stuff with it. Just sitting here thinking about the setup that I have in that, I don't know where I would put like a screen that you're talking about. There's no way I'd. I, I've got a five inch. Oh wow! I'm looking at hers. It's impressive. Yeah. She's sponsored too. She fishes nationally. Hobie, Hobie. Oh, she's actually I think going to Hobie Worlds. Or did she? She might have not made it, but she just won the tournament. Of, just won the tournament of champions. And uh, she fishes Hobie, Bassmaster, and I think she fishes KBF. You know, I had a. When I, I bought mine when I was in high school, I was probably 15, and I couldn't afford a boat, mm-hmm. a bass boat, right. and 
I mean, I had a little John boat, but I bought a kayak because I like to kayak the river, but I bought a fishing one. It was in the sand. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I paid like pro. 500, 600 bucks for it. And I mean, it wasn't a two piece. It was thick. Yeah. I could stand up in it, you know, yada, yada, yada. And I had a, uh, a hummingbird had just come out with a kayak, uh, fish finder that you didn't have any wiring on it ran off of uh d batteries mm-hmm. and the transducer was just on a rod and it just clamped to the side of your yeah kind and i had one of those for a while of course did it <laughs> aid in me catching fish <laughs> absolutely not but i was had the most gangster kayak in like 2000 so what all would it tell you the depth 10. would it show fish yeah it would show fish Right. <laughs> you know. So, is there saltwater divisions like tournaments? There's a saltwater club uh, on the coast. Okay. I I fished with them. I fished one or two tournaments a year down there. Okay. So, what kind do you have? What kind of kind do you have? Yeah. A native Slayer Max. Okay. Do you have the Do you have the the foot pedals? Yeah. Okay. The bike the bicycle pedal. Yeah. Well, that was the thing. Like when me and Mackenzie will go, I was telling Chad before we started the show that I feel like. I'm paddling the whole time and not fishing, especially if there's a little bit of wind blowing. Oh, it's so um, annoying. I, I'm always like, man, I got to turn my boat. And then by the time I get it turned, I'm floating past where I wanted to be fishing anyway. Right. You got to put a power pole in that thing, man. <laughs> no. <laughs> and and the reason that we yeah, bought the kayaks. They make power poles for kayaks? Yes, they do. Power it's called micro kayaks. power poles. Micros. Yep, I've you, seen them. You this got, is wild, man. I'm learning all kinds of stuff. You got a, a little pretty little necklace with a key fob. Yeah, and you put that sucker up and down. Kidding me? You know what I, I had? Could, it's got to weigh a lot. It would I had like. a copper pipe, and I'd ram it through my sculpture hole. That's what I use as a power pole. It's okay, a manual power pole. I've seen people do that. Real efficient on the rivers. When you want to stop and fish and not hold your kite, you just ram that stick through there. Huh. Hole. All the, all the newer kayaks now, ninety percent of them at least, have. The mountain bracket on the back, the bolt holes for the power pole. Yeah. So you can take a piece of wood and uh, bolt it to it, have it stick out about this much path, drill a little hole in it, put your junction box on it with a pulley, cut your PVC pipe. Yeah. Same thing. Put your fiberglass through it, run, runs through the, from the back to the front with, yeah. a, with a rope. Unhook it and just drop straight down. I'll be there. I forgot that I did mount. I had a big range, a big depth finder. I pulled off a bass pedal, and I did the same thing. I took a uh, a door frame, like a what do you call it, the thing that swivels to open a door. The hinge. Hinge. I took a door hinge and mounted it off, hung it off the back, and. Red PVC pipe to hold my transducer, so when I get too shallow, we just pick up. But yeah, yeah. Man, them, dude, them some of them rigs, man, they are dumb. See, I, ha- I mean, not dumb, but you know what I mean. They're, they, they're I had no sick. idea all of this was even a thing. They even a lot of them have transducer mounts now. Mine sits flush. My transducer sits flush to my bottom of a kayak. Yeah, and the new depth finders have the side scan so their transducer about this long mm-hmm. and they stick out got to drop below well my kayak's design 
at where the transducer sit, it comes up and the rest of it's down. Okay. So it'll sit out and it's still flush and never hits the ground. They they're designing stuff around the trolling motors. Oh, the trolling motors talk to the depth finders now. You can put them all on these kayaks because the lithium batteries they don't weigh nothing. And most of your trolling motors are center mounts, right? Like in in the actual kayak, like where the bicycle pedals would be. Um, and you'd work. have to make you a foam plug on some of them. For the longest, Water Snake was the only one that would fit in them. But I see people doing different ones. But Old Town made their they. I think it's Minn Kota that yeah. makes their uh, trolling motor. Yeah. And then I had a a wilderness attack, and it um, it had a pod that Torquedo made that it set right in that hole. Mm-hmm. And then because Torquedo is always in the back, they're like they're like a trolling motor, but they pop up and down like a, a regular motor. And uh, they they've always been they've been doing that with the wilderness for probably at least five years better on the way over here I was thinking like what like you were asking like what what do you once you start once you get to a certain point why are you not in a boat anymore Right. Like, why is it? Why aren't you just? That's what I'm trying to wrap my mind around. Yeah, think yeah, about I'm it. And I'm a deep and, dive on this kayak. And on the way over here, I was thinking that that was going to come up, and I. The only way that I can compare it to is like, why would you bow hunt at all if you could? Hunt with if a you rifle. could just hunt with a rifle, right? It's essentially the same yeah. thing, kind of. And you say, well, no, it's not. You know, bow hunting's still always going to be this hard, and it seems like the kayaking thing is making it that much easier but i mean bow technology today i got a site that goes out to 120 yards right you know well the the reason we bought kayaks we bought them when covid hit at that time i didn't have a boat at the time and i was like y'all y'all the reason why nobody could find kayaks that's right i mean everybody bought them We, we bought it like right when covid hit i mean you couldn't find Hobie's the most expensive one. You couldn't find a Hobie nowhere. I saw a lot of people that were doing that. Yeah. I mean, everybody. But now they're all for sale, right? Because <laughs> they've well, been sitting in their garage well, for a mine year. are hanging up in the garage and hadn't been moved in six months or so, probably. But we bought that during COVID because it was a way for me and Mackenzie to just get out on some small ponds and lakes and fish and stuff. And yeah. And then when I bought my boat. We hadn't used them a whole lot since. I mean, a few times. But the one thing that I thought about that would be different, because I I was like you, I was trying to figure out, like, why wouldn't you just fish out of a boat? I know in that kayak I can go in a lot of places that I can't go in in my boat. And you can also, especially at some of these state lakes with these, you know, super shallow creek Mm -hmm. channels, or not shallow, but narrow creek channels. Right. Cause, I mean, you could just go, I mean, go anywhere, but I think of places like, uh, what's that one over in Ellsville? Uh, we were talking about last week, Laurel, uh, Bogoma, yeah. I mean, Bogoma, for example, yeah. I mean, kayak or mud motor is the only way you're getting back well, to get in the back, yeah. Because Mackenzie and I went September, October back there, mm-hmm. and I tried to go back there to the back, 
and I couldn't. My trolling motor was just getting all chewed up. Yeah. Couldn't run an outboard back there. Yeah. And I thought about it then. I was like, man, if I'd have thrown the kayaks on the boat. Yeah. Could have tied the boat off to the log and kayaked on in there and fished. But I enjoy fishing out of the kayak. I just don't know what the hell I'm doing. Yeah, I, especially. Well, I, you ain't got to take nobody with you. That's my main. That's my favorite thing. Right. I ain't got to take nobody. You throw it in your truck and go. Well, I got a bundle you, trailer. You got a little tra- trailer. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, if I was. They probably get pretty heavy, though, with all the add ons. Yeah, you're well, you're talking about all the stuff you've got on yours and when you've you got get, some money in yours. I'd want a trailer. When it, you get into the pedal. They're 95 pounds. The pedals are? No, just the kayak itself. They're okay. bulkier, wider. Yeah. They're 95 pounds and and up. Right. And then you throw your seat, your pedal drive, your crate, your 25 fishing rods. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody says I carry that many, but... I mean, how many can you put on your boat with you when you go? Really? How many can I? Like how many how many rods do you put on your kayak when you go? Do you want to know? I mean, right, I yeah, put, I can put fifteen on mine. I put two on mine. I got the two little holes sitting right behind me. I, I stick only own two fishing rods. <laughs> I, can, I can literally, without being thrown around, put fifteen on mine. Wow. I don't carry fifteen. I carry about ten. How many so, would you take when you would go? Four. Because four. I had a. I had two holders, but I had uh, a Yak crate. Mm-hmm. The oh. Yak was the brand, but it was just a it was a milk like crate. a milk crate, but it was yeah it had PVC. Bought it by an Academy PVC on yeah. each corner. It wasn't right homemade, yeah. Right. And I had one of those, and you know it's just easier. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> my cat wasn't that big, and it was on mine was only ten foot, but. I think mine's 11. I've never flipped it. It's hard. Like, you got to try. I haven't flipped mine. And Mackenzie doesn't have a flip in, in the one that she does, you know, takes. Yeah. She's pretty good with it. But, well, all right, so pine belt kayak bass fishing. Where all do you guys go? Uh, and, like, just kind of take us through a season where you start, when you start, where you start. We start this weekend. This coming weekend. Yeah, yeah because they're 5th. You're going to freeze. They're that ain't gonna be too bad. People that are gonna be interested in this, I would imagine. Because if this would have been around whenever I had mine, I'd have been all over it. If this would have been around when I was in college, oh, I'd have been all over that. I'd have, yeah. It you couldn't have kept me out of it. It popped up in this area. Is this is my fifth season? Okay. And we've in the club up in Jackson. They they're on their th- third tour. Okay. Of, they had it and it fell apart. They had it now. They got it going pretty good, and they're fishing a full season from February to October, November. Um, is it every week or no? It's once a month. Once a month. Yeah, we don't. It's hard to, for some reason. You can get uh, a bass club to fish every Saturday. He ain't getting kayaks fishing, <laughs> but everybody's got to work and right. a lot of military people. Still working uh, different. Uh, there's always somebody that's having to work on the weekends. Yeah. And a lot of healthcare people. And another thing that we didn't mention, yeah, it's, I mean, there's four or five grand kayaks, and you can get a nice 
used boat, you know, that would be serviceable. But right. maintaining that kayak is a lot easier to maintain. Essentially zero dollars. Right. Well, I mean, if you go to saltwater, you rinse the crap out of it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. You're not putting fuel in it. Fresh water? I've got a pretty brown line year round. Yep. Yeah. I don't I don't clean it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's one reason I guess. I mean, it, the maintenance be. is a lot easier. You don't you don't have to I mean you if your dry system goes out, but So it's if you had to replace your pedals, like what do you brand, think? Brand spanking new, I think they're like a thousand. Okay. So that's where a lot of your money's at in, in those. Yeah, that's I mean it's twenty five ninety nine before tax and a thousand of it's I mean it's a and it's a wide kayak. It's thirty four inches wide, it's twelve and a half foot long. Oh shoot, that's almost like being a regular boat anyway. Yeah, and this got my other one was fourteen foot long. That's that one didn't have as much room as this one does. It wasn't designed. It wasn't designed like I like it. Wait, so you you were saying the, the uh, to get a pedal kayak, you're looking at a grand starting. No, that's no, how that's much the, drive that's, that's the drive system itself. Okay. That was to replace it, like if it went out. The cheapest one I've ever seen is called a Mako, and they're like a thousand. And it's. Uh, I mean, surely they're not just breaking. Then surely you can come up with something to fix it i mean it's just well they have basic uh, mechanics right there uh, is gears inside you can take okay. a take it off and look at this thing get the part for it i mean your most complicated one is uh, um the hobies yeah, drive system here will ha- have one of these for no, I won't. Yeah, I won't. he will but i'm looking at the old town sportsman autopilot yeah there oh man there's there's one for sale in jackson right now it looks pretty sweet so all right you start this week. Where, where are you at this weekend? Um, Bill Waller. Okay. In uh, Marion County. Yeah. Yeah. Bill Waller. There was a, there was a, a giant one caught recently there, wasn't there? It was, it was it Lake Columbia or 10-6. 10-6, yeah. Yeah. There's always one. big fish being caught out of Bill Waller. Yeah. Mackenzie and I, I don't know. There's two of them out there, and I can't remember. Yeah, Lake Columbia. Columbia. Columbia is the little one, a okay. smaller one. Yeah, it's across from Waller. Yeah, it's it's a uh, no structure. Okay. No, it's just deep. a big big bowl big pond it's like a miniature Okeechobee yeah because it's it's, you get a little bit of depth in the middle and then it's just y'all ever fish it I do every once in a while I don't fish it as much I mean if you can't get stuck on a stump every five minutes then it's no fun (laughs) that's what Bill Waller's all about Bill Waller's got alligators too they all do you can't Columbia's got them you can't tell me a lake in this state that don't have alligators it used to not be that way. That's it used to way. not be that way. That's like Lake Mary Crawford. You ever been there in Monticello? You probably haven't because it has no. been terrible for so long. But they just opened it back up. They did. It? Yeah. And it's you know, they should have never closed it because when they closed it, it was hot. Like it had gotten to where I mean, we were catching nine or ten bass every time we went. Um, but then, anyway, it's not get into that. But um, yeah, there was monsters in there. Monster out, yes, big. Because you're right there close to the Pearl? Yeah, big. That's the same thing in Columbia with Bill Waller and Lake Columbia, right there, not far from the Pearl. And uh, the last time Mackenzie and I went to Bogahoma, we saw two, we saw one really big alligator in Bogahoma. And when I was a kid, you never saw alligators in Bogahoma. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, 
so <laughs> that brings up a whole new, a whole new topic there you're talking about kayaking around alligators they don't they won't bother you will they i've had one chase me because i mean like when i'm in a boat fishing sometimes alligators are i mean they're generally curious animals i'll have gators pop up right next to the boat even when we're gator hunting they'll pop yeah, up next yeah. to the boat so i'd like to think if i'm in a kayak and all of a sudden a 12 foot alligator pops up next to me i'm probably gonna freak out a little bit they've never bothered me Dude. i had one during mating season yeah one popped up 20 yards from my kayak one time at mary crawford and mary crawford's got a bunch of lily pads in the back and uh <laughs> i just was sitting there and i saw him i didn't think nothing of it because normally it'll mess with you um he goes under, and lily pads start dropping, coming towards the kayak. And he goes under the kayak. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the bubbles fall, and yeah. I was like, no, nah, I'm out. <laughs> I'm gone, man. I parked on one one time. Didn't know it until I cast. Yeah. And he sh- <laughs> I was like, oh. I rose up like this and did that. Yeah. And I was on a paddle board. It, yeah. It's only that high off the water. It was... It was rough. I've gotten in some stuff in mine, though. I think that was the allure whenever I had mine is I would always go to the most unreasonable locations at the lake. What's that lake in Brookhaven? Lake Lincoln. Lincoln, yeah. When I was in college, I went under the bridge at Lake Lincoln in the back and just went way back up in there. Found some fish on a bed, fished them for a while, never caught one. And I heard Nutrat screaming. So I paddled back there, like just inches of water. And there were two or three baby Nutrats all in a huddle. And there was a water moccasin sitting there. And, I mean, they were just screaming. And I picked one of them up and put it in my lunchbox and carried it back to the dorm. But You picked up a Nutrat? Yeah, I caught one of them. I picked up a water moccasin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I quit reading about this kayak. So. No, and we, we, had it, we had it in our dorm for a while. You kept a Nutrat in your dorm? Yeah, it kept trying to pipe me, though, so I let it go. <laughs> <laughs> you ever you ever bed fish out of a boat? Yeah. How close you get to it? Not far. I mean, I'm not I'm not real close. I've always been close. To, I, I'm scared to bump fish. Always I've, too close. I've yeah. I've never bed fished until I got a kayak, and the one I caught was for me to you. Really? So the kayak doesn't bother me like the boat because it's not as much on the water, I guess. I mean, I pulled right up, and I was just sitting there, and I'm just pitching to it. And I caught the female first, not the male. Really? It was weird thing. I, I've never bed fished, and I've done it. I did it. Uh, I did it again last year. Pulled up a little small male. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I don't even think I had glasses on that day. That's how close he was. How you? I just threw right to him and it took me about three minutes. Yeah. And I just pulled off. I never did see the female. I just pulled off and left. So, you just you're more you're more stealthy with a kayak. Right. I mean, you can be quiet with a boat. I'm not. I'm not real stealthy in my kayak. You can't go through the pads. I bet you're not. Like Bill Waller's pads all over. Especially back there in the back. Underneath them pads are sticks, little trees about that, about a foot and a half, and they got branches coming off everything. Them trolling motors make an awful racket when they Right. I mean, I just pull up in there, and I let the wind blow me around. And I've I've got a rudder, so mm-hmm. I can guide myself around. 
mean, and I used to, my other one had foot control rudder, mm-hmm. so I just would just let the wind blow me and just steer. But, uh, I mean, people are like, well, I can get back there, yeah, but I heard you for like a half an hour getting back there. Right. I mean, that, I've had this one guy. So you're bumping fish. It's kind of like hey, deer hunting. He's like, I'm good back there. I'm like, yeah, dude, where you where you just tore up a 10-pounder was caught the other day. Yeah. That's where you come flopping through. Because I caught five or six fish in one little hole. And come back that afternoon, and a guy caught one almost 10 pounds in the same exact on a frog. Mm-hmm. And it was cold. They were on beds. And I was like, dude, I, I said, I caught five or six fish right there. She never was part of it, but that sucker. And, I mean, I, I weighed her and I measured her. She was big. She was nine-something. So you go, all right, so first weekend in February, you guys will fish Bill Waller. Yeah, that's this weekend. Yeah, coming up this, this yeah. next weekend, this coming weekend. Yeah. And then you'll do it again, I'm guessing, the first weekend in March? Um, It'll be – it's in March. I got it. I got it designated where it's three weeks away from the next uh, the Central Clubs, where they're not back to back. Kind of coordinate with them. Yeah. Oh yeah. So how many? Uh, so, all right. So the season will start in February. When does it run through? It runs through October, I think this year. So you're talking about. Let's see. Yeah, October is our last tournament. So you're talking about about eight, seven, eight tournaments? Uh, yeah, we um, we don't fish uh, July and August. Okay. Why, why don't you fish July and August? Just a lot of people don't va- show up. Vacation. That and it's heat. hot. It's heat. Yeah. I fish, I fish uh, online tournaments during that time. Well, how does that work? It's monthly. You do on that Tourney X app that I was telling you about. Right. And you... um. All our fishing is is catch, photo, release. So you catch it, take the picture, put it on the app, throw the fish back. And we run a month long in your five biggest fish of that month. That's cool. It's all kept up on that app. And, um, all right. It's like instead of, it's just like the one day, we just do it for a month and it's any state water. Okay. In Mississippi. So, how, how do you. You don't. <laughs> you don't. You know what I'm getting ready to ask. Yeah. Like, how do you monitor that? Yeah, you like, don't. how do you um, know I don't have a bass pond in my backyard? It's GPS. So they do. You have to check in. It's, on, well, it's it, when you take a picture. Dirty X will tell you if, if it'll tag if you ain't got your location on. I, all my pictures will tell you what lake I caught them at. They'll tell okay. you what day and what time. That's pretty cool though. That, that is neat. It's got right. your location's got to be on that. Is it just by measurement? Length. Length, yeah. So that makes me think, okay. Which is, which is awesome on the, uh, on the uh, post spawn. Yeah. Because you've right. got, a, you got a, yeah. a 10 pounder that's eight pounds, mm-hmm. but it sucker's still, still 26 long. inches long no matter what. Yeah. Yeah, I caught one that was 25 and three quarters one time that was postponed like that. I caught one last year that was almost 25 inches, and it wasn't a female. It was the longest male I've ever seen. 
Mm-hmm. It had no belly. It was thin of old, old meal. Yeah. That sucker was 25, in, almost 25 inches long. That's a long fish. Especially I caught it in Bill Waller. At Bill Waller. In the pads. <laughs> fishing fishing top water. I caught catfish with a rattle trap in Bill Waller last time we went. <laughs> I caught a bunch this year on uh, swim baits, mm-hmm. worms. I mean, just, they just bite everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a nice one. Skinny, skinny. Let's take a break real quick, and when we come back, I've got some more kayak fishing questions, and uh, and then maybe Matt can fill us in on duck season. So, <laughs> you know, he's fixing to be able to tell us anything we want to know about kayaks. He's been reading on it. Yes. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> and oh, Lord, it makes me smile. Wow, Bill. Your sauce makes my baby hot. You know that sun, this sauce really hits the spot. So grab your chicken, shrimp, boiled eggs, pizza, or a big poke chop. I'm gonna need that back. Why, Bill? Your sauce makes my baby hot. Put your bills on it. Go check out Wild Bill's Sauce on Instagram or on the web at wildbillsauce.com. If you'll enter the promo code CAMO, you'll get 25% off your purchase. Once again, that's wildbillsauce.com, promo code CAMO. All right, we're back with Chad talking about kayak fishing again. All right, you have a bass league. Do you ever just personally take your kayak out when you're not fishing for tournaments and stuff and just go like, man, I want to run jugs? And catch catfish. You ever do that? Like, you ever try to catch any other kind of fish out of your kayak? Never run jugs in my life. <laughs> I have once. We got to redneck you up, man. No, I, I ran jugs once. <laughs> and I took them fish I caught, and I cut them up, threw them in my crab traps. They Next morning, crab. I had me three or four dozen crabs. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I've, I've run jugs in any kind of boat, but no, I haven't done it in my we can't we can't do them in state lakes around here. Right, and I've never ventured to the river. Anything I, well, I was gonna gonna be, my, that was going to be my next question. I'll you go ever to the coast in the river in two foot ways, but I won't go in the river. Okay, <laughs> I just haven't what's, done it. What's is there a reason behind it? What avoiding the river? No, I just have. I have never put anything in a river. Really? I've been in a river one time in Alabama. Yeah, that's I've just never never fished in a river. I've always fished lakes or or marsh. Right. Well, my dad was a big bass fisherman when I was growing. I say a big bass fisherman. On the weekends, we went bass fishing. Yeah. So we would always bass fish in lakes. Um, most of the time at Bogahoma or Manor Creek in Waynesboro. And then I grew up fishing the river with Hunter's dad. And I like we never went in a lake when I was a kid with Hunter's dad. We were yeah. always on the river. We were running trout lines. lines and. You know, limb hooks and yo yo. that does that now. Yeah, that's what I I enjoy doing that more than I enjoy bass fishing. But the whole kayak thing, like, it's a challenge for me. Well, that's what I was gonna say. It's so challenging. Like, you look at Lake Bogahoma in Jones County. That is a big lake, and for you to kayak, eight hundred some acres. Yeah, and for you to kayak from the front to the back of that thing, if you didn't have those pedals. I've done it without them. Oh, You're in better shape than I'm in there. That's the reason why I've got pedals now. Because I'm <laughs> you like, never doing that again. Yeah, try, try crossing that lake in a paddleboard. 
Yeah. And the winds gust about 25 miles an hour the wrong way. Right. Yeah. I actually thought after about 20 minutes, I said, well, I just would get struck by lightning. I just dropped my anchor and kept fishing because I yeah. just I couldn't get nowhere. Yeah. Just, but it's just I I always wanted pedals because I was lazy. But fishing like we do is actually feasible because you it's hands free. Right. You and you're you can, fishing all the time. You're, you're not worried fishing, about paddling. I mean, you have to move your left hand to to turn your rudder. That takes all of a few seconds. Yeah, I mean you can fight a fish and move your move your rudder at the same time, but like, and I mine was bought for saltwater fishing purpose because I can bass fish without pedals. Saltwater fishing was a whole different game. Right. And fight fighting the current, fighting the wind, trying not to get bashed against the bridge. Yeah. And then so you, you can sit there and fish all day and never. I mean I sat one the first day and. I pedaled probably probably eight miles and never moved. Sat there against just, the wind, yeah. just staying and then stationary. You're, you're, you got to worry about the tide and everything yeah. too. So, well, that was going to be my next thing. Is or you mentioned the saltwater fishing, and you mentioned there's a, a, a kayak group on the coast that does there's, it. There's a big group there. Yeah, I figured it would be. I don't know. It just seems like there's something. You you know, you talk about adventure. You talk about you know something that's just totally different i would think for me personally kayak fishing salt water would be more appealing than fresh water for me but i'm not a huge bass fisherman yeah oh until you hooked a jack Cravel, you were half a mile from where you started oh Uh, dude there's (laughs) there's videos in key west um of a guy catching like a hundred and ninety something pound dog tooth tuna in his kayak. But how? I wonder how far it drug him. A buddy of mine, he got drug over two miles, I think. Never got it in. It was taking him out. Mm. And a storm was coming. What was the, uh, what was it? A jack. Oh, jack, yeah, those things are just crazy. Another you ever buddy, caught one of those? No. Yeah, they're they're not very long or very large. I mean, they're big. What they're a predator. This one was big. strong. A a ten minute fight to get one in. Really? Yeah, you don't need to. Well, how like how big are you talking about? Oh, I, I think dude, Jackson can get massive. Oh, they they yeah. can, but I mean the ones I was catching were like about like this but long, it, about they're about that big. Yeah, but they're just so caught strong. One, Eighteen, nineteen, maybe twenty. I've inches, seen him pull a bay boat, and it took him thirty minutes to get in, and he live streamed on Messenger over an hour, and that sucker was just. He had to drag, tightened all the way, trying to go backwards. That sucker was pulling him. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Hobie was no match for that. And Hobie's strong. That yeah. pedal system is that flipper fin. Mm-hmm. Couldn't handle the jack? Oh, he couldn't. No, that sucker drug him out. I mean. What about like a shark? What if you hooked into a shark? There's people that love to go to that. They go. That's when you cut your line. They, they go to Navarre. Yeah. During snapper season. And they beach launch. And they go run out because Navarre's the the closest place that you don't have to go so far out to get deep enough right. to catch a red snapper. There's a place in Mississippi that only a few know of I know what you're that you don't about. have to run as far. 
And there's like text me that pen. <laughs> you want to drop that pen for? There's me? just a couple kayakers that know that. I'm sure more, but they won't tell nobody. Does anybody ever go out? Of- no, I, I know the right. spot where you can inside the islands that people say, mm-hmm. yeah. You're talking about catching snapper. Mm-hmm. They go and they catch and they go out in Navarre. It's rough. This God, God know he he um closer you can get professionally kayak saltwater fishing he does it and he is very experienced and they roll them kayaks out there just getting out in the surf what fish is that that's a wahoo okay okay so i think that to take a picture and send it because i don't know <laughs> catch wahoo I- well, I was looking at somebody, and I was going to ask. That was my next question. No, somebody was supposed to be yeah, right. too deep. You're not going to be. Not gonna be ca- so, maybe in Key West you can. I wonder if you could go out of Venice and kayak. Uh, there's some pretty little ch- channels, you know, like small channels and stuff out of Venice. I would think they do it. I know they do it duck hunting. Because you don't have to go very far out of Venice to catch snapper at all. Wait. Um, oh, I don't know about that. Well, I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. I, I just don't know. Not no. necessarily from land, but from where you're going to put in, you still might have to go a ways. That's true. It does get deep quick, but you still have to. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know. Well, you get the river and all the yeah. fingerlets, all the passes coming out. Well, if, if it's, I mean, I, I know a guy used to take, what's the smallest uh, Boston whaler? Was it like a 15 or 14 yeah. foot? He's taken off a of grand. I, I can go. Take yeah. off a Grand Island go. I mean, if you got, if you got a set, some, somebody's <laughs> oh, tried it. I don't have that I set. I mean, I've seen like <laughs> no. eighteen foot aluminum boats at the triple rig before in threes, and I'm like, what? What are you doing? Right. <laughs> you need to go home. Uh-huh. Well, so how many times do you go out saltwater fishing a year? It fills up to my buddies every day. Yeah. They they actually wanted to quit. Bass fishing and just saltwater. Do all saltwater. So, are you, are you from the coast? No, I'm from Louisiana. Okay. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm from the coast. Coastal Louisiana? Yeah. I'm from, from Terrebonne Parish. Okay. Okay. And We've had some players from Terrebonne Parish. Cocodry. There ain't no more. Once you get to the end of it, right. it's water. Yeah. That's where I was. My whole family's from. Now, did your family have issues with a hurricane this past year? My, my dad, well, a lot of my family's in. Well, I got... I got aunts and uncles and all. A lot of people were out of power for months. Yeah, that area got hit yeah. really hard down there. Yeah, my dad's neighbors, a few of them got hit hard. Well, so when you go out saltwater fishing in your kayak, what is your targeted species? I mean, when you're freshwater, it's bass. What are you trying to catch in saltwater? Oh, sheephead, flounder, speckled reds trout. and specks. Yeah. You know what I just thought about? If you can rig all that stuff up that you're talking about on a kayak, there's got to be a way that you could rig up lights on a kayak, oh, there like is. for gigging flounder or bow fishing. It's hard to kayak. gig probably from that low, I would think, wouldn't it be? I don't know. If you got your lights right off the side, just if you got a yeah. 30, 30, you just got to get right on top of them. Then yeah, I would think in a kayak. You got a thirty-eight inch wide kayak, you can do anything. Yeah, I mean, you know, don't flip. Hunter's dad's got an aluminum boat that probably ain't probably not that wide no it's not it's 36 36 inches wide yeah so <laughs> yeah. it's 1436 oh man <laughs> well that's that's really interesting and I know but they they have lights I mean yeah some people pull it up with those 
trailers rigged out just like just like the bass boats. Yeah. Rigged out. Everything's rigged out. Lights on everything. As far as uh, like being in compliance with with the uh, what is it with the where you got lights on your boat running lights. You know, no, navigation stuff. Yeah. Do you have to have any of that with a kayak when you go out? As far as what I was told, even if you have a trolling motor, you're not supposed to because a navigational light means that you're prepared to move. Right. To get out of the way. And a kayak can't get yeah, out you're of not, the way. Yeah, you're, you're supposed to have your white light. Yeah. Okay. Your 360 light. You're not supposed to. From what I've told from a guy that fishes offshore uh salt water he said that you're not supposed to have even if you got a trolling motor and you're not supposed to have it because some of them trolling motors don't do two miles an hour right unless you, i mean you they're starting to get now where they can get five and six out of them but two miles an hour you don't want to tell nobody you can move if you can't yeah that's not getting out of the way that makes sense that makes sense well that's that's really good well before we get into duck hunting uh, go check out Pine Belt Kayak Bass Fishing on Facebook. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to come fish the tournament sooner or later, somehow or another. Yeah, cause this, it's you don't have to be a a pro angler. I mean, we got. I take out kids with me. Yeah. And actually, last Bill Waller tournament, we was beat by a kid with a Ned rig. <laughs> you know what a net rig mm-hmm. is? Yeah. The little bitty jig head with yeah. the little bitty piece of tape whooped our butt, and that's all he fished with. He's done it two years in a row. <laughs> and a little bitty old kayak. He, yeah. A little bitty old fella tore us up. We fished in the same spot. Well, I got one more question before we move on. What advice would you give somebody that doesn't have that pedal system on a kayak? You're using an old kayak paddle whatever go to the gym <laughs> but as far as how if somebody asked you all right what's the best way for me to maneuver around and still get the most out of my fishing experience what's the best way of doing that one thing is don't fish like i do do not if you're paddling and the wind bothers you don't put all them fishing poles that becomes a sail right you got 10 rods hanging up that wind's catching that and that, yeah. I used to play hell in the wind because of it. Right. Just light. So cut down on your wind resistance. Yeah, light, light stuff. Just, I mean. Is there a certain, like, method or technique to the paddling to to keep me in a spot he's longer? He's not my favorite person, but on YouTube, uh, Chad Hoover does have an instructional on paddling. Okay. He's, he is most people hate him but he isn't like the godfather <laughs> of kayak fishing right he's he's started the, he's got the biggest longest running uh kayak bass fishing the name of his it's a big tournament okay and uh it's nationwide and <clears throat> but he does have a lot of instructional and there's a bunch i mean there's i've seen them people the proper technique and i i, I know i wasn't doing it right yeah but there's all kind of sweeping ways different but he sit there and turn his kayak by doing this. Yeah, just barely moving. And does it one hand while he's fishing. He a big old guy. Yeah, he's and a that's big the problem old I have is like I feel like 
you know, I'm trying to do what you're saying with one hand, turning my boat, and I don't get it right, and then I just put my rod down, and then I turn it, and mm-hmm. then by the time I cast and start reeling, I'm already in yeah. the wrong spot again. Well, you have short, stubby kayaks too. Longer the kayak, the less you're going to have that play, and really? you'll it's easier to go straight. So shorter kayak, you're going to have more play in it. Longer yeah, kayaks, okay. they don't track. Yeah. Okay. A cheaper kayak, I don't care what they say, they don't track. Right. Oh. Yeah. So I'm just going to be out of position with one, a sore back every time I go around. One with a, a rudder system, <laughs> one that has a rudder system, you get you can control yourself. Because I right. have one, if it didn't, and it it was $1,600 or $1,800 kayak mm-hmm. and did not come with a rudder. They were 300 bucks. I bought it used with a rudder. And if you had the rudder up, that sucker was, I mean, it like a drunk. It was going everywhere. Right. That rudder, rudders, that or some people even take them little shark fins and glue them on there. And it'll keep them straight. I wonder if I could do that. Just take one of the fins and put it on there somehow. Yeah, but if, if you're so up, light and short. Yeah. I mean, it's about it'll, 10 I mean, and a half foot. It, it's better. It'll, it'll make a difference because I took a paddle and cut half a, a little cheap paddle out of a boat mm-hmm. and cut half of it off where the pole was put it on a piece of PVC pipe and stationary drilled it mm-hmm. and bolted it to my kayak and just made a stationary straight rudder mm-hmm. and that and made the biggest that difference made a difference but now if I hit something and it turned right. <laughs> you're jerking you around like, you're just paddling with the left <laughs> side forever I mean but yeah cause I did all kind of crazy stuff on it when I first started trying to make it stable and I was adding all kind of j- crazy junk to it I was DIY like a nut right well good stuff man once again check out Pine Belt Kayak Bass Fishing on Facebook link up with Chad uh, how many members you guys have right now um or, or how many regulars what, do you 100, have 147 okay <laughs> there you go I'm member. 147 <laughs> members now we, so, how many people usually come fish oh uh, Give Last year was our first year, and we'd have six, eight. Just depends if we got everybody that uh, checked it out would all come at once. We'd have 10, 15 people. Right. And it just takes time for everybody to get situated with it. A lot of people had a lot going on. Yeah. Like your buddy got rid of his kayak last year. He bought a bass boat. And hasn't gotten another one yet. Yeah. And... And he was one that used to fish with us almost every month. Bought a bass boat, and then he had engine trouble with his bass boat. He didn't have that with his kayak. Nope. I'm going to uh, come to this tournament, and I'm going to bring my center console, and I'm just going to have drinks and stuff for sale. <laughs> That's a really <laughs> cold <good> drink. <laughs> Snacks. See, I, I'll be listening to music in the center of the lake. You're selling ice cream. Yeah, there, I, get ice cream. <laughs> I get picked on because of all the gear I carry. Yeah. And I actually one time... For a joke, I was going to go and take my other kayak and put it out the night before and have about 30 rods sitting on top of it. But they would have probably tried to disqualify me. Cause it, I'm going to come. I don't know if I'll fish it or not, but I may paddle around and watch you guys sooner or yeah, later because I, mean, I want to come see it. It's a – yeah, it's – there's no – I mean, we we have a novice all the way to – actually, sometimes you'll be fishing with a pro. Yeah, there's a couple of them that do fish with us, 
it's fun to beat them every once in a while. That's all right. I finally got to do that last year. But uh, and there's some guys that they're sticks. I mean, that's all they do is fish up, fish on the uh, the weekends. And shoot, we get tore up by little kids because I take one with me all the time. And yeah, and, it's all fair game. Oh yeah, it's there's no no age limit, and it's embarrassing to get beat by a 13, 14 year old. Uh, it won't be for me. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff they can beat me at. That's right. <laughs> the older I get, the more I realize it's and not an issue for me It's anymore. exciting to them to beat the old, the old people. Oh, I, I love it. I would say I love it when Mackenzie goes fishing with me and catches more fish than I do, but she doesn't ever catch I make sure she doesn't catch more than me. I gar hole her. <laughs> well, uh, before we run out of time, I want to hear about duck hunting. Season's... Well, season's over for most of us. Yep, season is over except for veterans and youth next weekend. <clears throat> pretty poor year for us. Uh, it was a pretty poor year throughout the state of Mississippi. I actually knew that I was going to talk about this, so I pulled up. Uh, the state of Mississippi does four aerial duck surveys a year. Right. It's like, I think it's four. I think it's like late November, once in December, twice in January. And they have 15 years of historical data of how many ducks they were seeing over the entire Mississippi Delta. And so in 2022, they did the survey probably four days ago. They estimated there's around 460,000 ducks in the state of Mississippi. Um, I personally think their number's wrong, but maybe they're right. But just to give you an idea of... Well, yeah, I was about to say, how does that compare to other I'm years? about to tell you. So I'll just go from 2011 and do about five years. From 2011, there was about 920,000 in the state. So double. Yep. Yeah. 2012, 915,000. Uh, it dipped in 13 and 15 down to about 600,000. Still more than now. Uh, 16, a million. 17, 815,000. 2018, 895,000. 2020, 839,000. We're having bad numbers. Um, I've heard some rumors. So this is the worst duck season in the last 10 the, years for sure. The last two years have been pretty much the worst duck season. So last year was the same thing. Yeah, and see, I joined this at the wrong time. I got into duck hunting less than five years ago. So I got into the wrong time. But I'm hoping I'm going to have me some good years coming. If you look at the historical numbers, it does that. Right. It'll do that. Um, and I, I just found this out at my camp. These guys have been doing it a lot longer than me that they all started talking about, well, you know, I'm hearing rumors of a three-duck limit next year and so I started going yeah ha ha and they were like well you know it can happen and I didn't know that they changed bag limits and from so, year to year not year to year but by flyway you have Pacific Central Mississippi and Eastern mm -hmm. and uh, yeah they said no it's not uncommon that in their lifetime they've seen bag limits change you know four or five times they've seen it as high as maybe you used to be able to kill eight or ten a person in Mississippi mm -hmm. But they've also seen it where you could only kill two or three based on what the data was telling Right. So we may have a couple years of low limits. I don't know. What do you think? All right, I know last year we didn't have much of a winter. Mm -hmm. We hadn't really had much of a winter this year until recently, mm -hmm. the last couple of weeks. Is that the driving force by us? That, not that, is a, that is a big part of it. It's kind of funny because you wouldn't think in the hunting community you're going to find a lot of guys that believe in global warming. But if you no. talk, but if you talk to waterfowl hunters, one hundred percent, one hundred percent, they believe in global warming. They're not necessarily saying who's causing it, but they believe that global it warming absolutely has an effect on the ducks. Global warming is real. Yeah, not only is it real, I support it 
Because it's going to be more reef. <laughs> They you know, know, so, yeah, so the duck hunters, they they're not saying who did it. I'm just saying the duck hunters know. They'll tell you. Like when I was a kid, you know, I would see it freeze up five times in the duck season. Now I see it once or twice a year. Yeah, and I'm not going to argue the fact that the earth is warming. That's that's evident. But your recent issues, uh, is Matt Langford's diesel, diesel truck the reason for it? No. No. So – the U.S. Fish and Wildlife guys, I think that's who does all these sur- a lot of these surveys, they put out before this season started that it was going to be a bad year because the Dakotas, which is, a, I believe, a hatching ground for ducks. They go back, lay eggs, all that. Um, I could be wrong. Uh, they, they've been in a severe drought for like three years, which kills the habitat for them to do that. So they called it at the beginning of the year. They were like, it's going to be a terrible year. I thought they were wrong because opening weekend, we all got limits. And but nothing since it went pretty much downhill across the state of Mississippi since. Uh, I, I really, I really thought that everybody'd have a good weekend this week, this past weekend. I know just because of how cold it is in the Midwest. So every WMA in the state reports their weekly waterfowl numbers. So, what do y'all think is the average harvest a day per hunter for ducks at the best place that's public in the state of Mississippi? I, I wouldn't even begin to have a number. Well, your limit's six, so it shouldn't be over six or you're all going to jail. Best, best public draw? Best, uh, yeah, including the draw places. Uh, this is not federal land. So Panther's out of it, Matthews breaks out. But, but Howard Miller's in. Yep. Because that would be what I would call. Well, it's been, over the years, my favorite hunt. Yeah. So what do you guess there? Per How, hunter. Per hunter, Howard Miller. This is the average. Yeah. Oh, man. Four, two, one point three, one point, and it's top five in the state. Yeah, there's only one. It, the week ending January 25th, there's only one WMA in the entire state that averaged more than two, and it was two point zero nine. Where's that at? Sky Lake. Mm-hmm. Another. Yeah. Uh, Sky Lake is what county? I have no idea. And then around. Uh, it's close to Holmes. I don't know if it's in it though. Yeah. What are other states you, looking like, like that, down here? Is Louisiana having the same problem? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've got a friend that they went to Honey Break, which is a pay-to-hunt place, beautiful place. They said everything about it was great, except for the next morning they went hunting. There was, I think, four guys, and they killed four ducks. Not a man. They killed four ducks. Yeah. See, I, <laughs> and I've noticed this year, and I think I said this before on here, this year and last year, I didn't see the first mallard at our place. Or, or hear the first mallard at our place. And that's your most populated duck in the, in North America. Yeah. There's a mallard. I mean, I'm seeing, I see wood ducks all the time, but I we're always going to see around. those here. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but I no more. yesterday. Yeah. Mallards? Because mm-hmm. you can't shoot at them, so you can see them. <laughs> go, go, go run the lakes that you can't hunt. That's like Bill Wallace, you got, there's little red signs on the trees that, because it's in a WMA. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't hunt on this side. That's where all the deer are. Yeah, <laughs> they all they all in that little area. They learn where there's no pressure. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. but no, I think it's uh, there's a few things. It's weather. Um, we could be overusing our resource because duck hunting is really popular, and it's gaining more popularity. It's gaining more popularity because you don't have to sit still. Yeah, and people want to go see how expensive a boat they can get, how fast it's, they can go. I'm not a, that guy. It's, <laughs> But it's a social that was event. me yeah <laughs> so uh so you could be over using the resource and then uh corn is a major part of it uh corn 
production in the United States in the 80s was like one-tenth of what it is today, maybe even less. So mm-hmm. now that's one of a duck's favorite foods. Well, now there's way more corn than there used to be. So ducks don't it's, – it's like deer. They don't have to go anywhere. Yeah. Basically, if I was a duck and I lived in, say, Missouri or – yeah, let's just say northern Missouri, unless every piece of water froze up because of all the corn and stuff that's mm-hmm. left, there's no way I'd leave that state. Okay. I would need everything to be frozen solid. And how many times has that happened? I mean, it was I, – I still think about this because I was so mad at the weather around Christmas. Y'all remember how hot it right. was? It was 68 in St. Louis. Yeah. On Christmas Day. Yeah, it was 80 here. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. well, there's not a, there's not a duck fishing. south of yeah. Iowa right now. You know, it's just been a, it's been a tough year. Maybe I'll get lucky and have a good year. Uh, this is why I kind of want to focus on teal every year because teal are calendar migrators. They're not weather migrators. Yeah. So, like – they're gonna they're gonna migrate same time every year. Doesn't matter what the temperature is. Right. So I'm gonna try to focus on teal this year some because it's a short two week season. But you know they're gonna be there. And you can wear shorts. <laughs> yeah. You can wear shorts still, huh? Yeah. You, you, Could you, see you a gator. Have to wear shorts still. <laughs> Could see there. a gator, but uh. Yeah. It's fun though. Well, I wonder. There's got to be a way to bring in more ducks to Mississippi somehow or another. I don't know, man. It's tough for a duck to move. They're not going to move. If I read don't. somewhere, I can't remember where I read it or when I read it. It's within the last six months or so about how far a duck would travel in a day. It's crazy. Like you could drive, like to, you could shoot a duck today in Mississippi that may have been in Minnesota yesterday, almost. Yeah, I mean, you can shoot a duck from the Midwest twenty-four hours later. Right. Absolutely. I couldn't believe it when I read them, them dudes can move, man. But there was one other thing I was going to mention that is a, another issue of not killing as many ducks as people used to. How many artificially pumped duck holes do you guys think existed in 1980? Oh, not many. Not many. How no. many do you think exist now? Oh, they're everywhere. There's not a duck club. There's almost not a duck club in Mississippi that can't pump their own water. Right. And we, we have it. And the reason is is... Well, what if we have a drought one year? Right. We're not going to skip duck season because we don't because we have a drought. So, right. but so now when it gets close to season, man, there's so much water in the state of Mississippi for ducks. They're like, I can land anywhere I want. <laughs> well, that was the thing too. The last couple of years with us, we didn't have the water because we didn't have the backwater flooding. Yeah, and so you you probably saw a decreased number. Yeah, because of that big cypress break on the south end always held ducks when the river would get up, but the river never got out of the banks this year. Yeah. So, I mean, it not only did it not only get out, did it not get out of the banks, but I mean, it was low, low all year. Mm-hmm. So we had no water in that cypress break. Not enough to talk about anyway. Yeah. The year before that, it was nuts. Yeah. The flood. Yeah. Well, yeah. We had water covering 250 acres of property, and we had ducks everywhere. Uh huh. <laughs> and it was cold. And yeah. Now it's yeah. not cold, and we don't have water. Yeah. From everybody I've talked to, is you know, I, I went on some of my first duck hunts in 2017. 2018 that season that was like the pinnacle year in the last five years for mississippi for ducks Mm because it was cold and it stayed cold up in the midwest which pushed the ducks down and they had great hunts yeah that's similar to when i kind of started yeah but i've already quit you're still fighting (laughs) i mean i'm like my dad and i went my wife and i went and we did better than one a hunter but not by much i saw about two a hunter I saw that Shelly went. Did she kill a duck? No. Look, Shelly went, 
and the wind was wrong for where I was set up. I knew it was, but I, I went there because somebody already had the decoys out and I didn't have to deal with it. I just wanted to introduce her to it. Right. By so, not letting her kill the dog? Yeah, pretty much. Because what I basically did you didn't was, want her to come back? I, no, I do want her to come back. <laughs> I basically put us up against 80-foot-tall oak trees with a wind in our face, which means yeah. the ducks are going to land into the wind. Right. So they would come right over the top of us at 80 feet and land at about 55 yards. Yeah. We watched three groups of five gadwall do this three times in a row. I would call. They would give me the little meh, 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 right back to me, and then they'd land where we couldn't even shoot them. So I told her, we're done with this, get in the boat, we're going over there, and we're going to stand in water. So we did this, and I reset up, and I never saw another duck the entire hunt. That's the way it goes. I know, and I, I felt bad for it because I was like, man, I got us picked up and moved. But well, we couldn't kill them the way they were coming in. That, all right, I've got, I've got mixed feelings on that. Number one, when you take somebody duck hunting for the first time, like especially if you really want them to get into it, you want to put them on ducks, you want them to shoot, you want them to have a good time. The other side of it is, They've got to suffer a little bit too. Yeah. yeah. So Shelly got to experience the suffering. She did. She stood in waist deep water, but the real suffering was on me because I knew I had a leak in my waders, but I didn't know how bad it was. And after we stood for about an hour and a half, when I took them off, I could pour water out of the left leg. So my leg was cold. It was numb. It was pretty much numb, but I wasn't going <laughs> to leave out early. But no, she's a trooper, man. She she jumped right out there and she lo- I wanted her to see the social aspect of ducks versus other animals right like you can grunt at a buck all day and a lot of times they won't pay any attention she got to hear ducks call you know work us go around a couple times how i'd tell her look they're gonna land into the wind just watch and every single one of them did it i knew Mm -hmm. i was set up wrong just hoping that it would go the other way so i'm glad she got to see all that she saw a lot of duck hunting that it's not just shoot right you know so i like to go and just shoot Oh, uh, me too. I like for you to sit, sit me down in a blind and say they're going to come from right I, there, and you pop it when it I comes. tell you what I've noticed, though, with duck hunters, like the guys I hunt with, the longer they do it, if they have a dog, they're there to watch the dog work. Right. Ducks are kind of second. Like, they want to shoot them, but then it's all about, here we go. My dog's going to go on this retrieve, and he's going to bring it back to me. He's going to, you know, heal and release the bird, and they love that. Well, speaking of dog. You know, we had the dog hunting episode last week. I wrote the column this week. Do you get hate mail? A little bit. Did you? Most of it's from family. <laughs> <laughs> Most of it's from family agreeing with the the politicians. But um, so duck season over unless you're a kid or a veteran. Um, which good for you. You get to you got both sides of that. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take Neil I'm to check him out of school on Friday so we can go get in the boat and scout a couple duck holes. Yeah. And it's game on Saturday morning. We're so is it just time. the weekend? It's just the weekend, just okay. Saturday and Sunday. Um, and we never afternoon hunt, really, but yeah. we're going to this Saturday because there's no other hunting going on. Right, yeah, because so. deer season's done. We had a good buck killed at our camp the other day, too. I've seen some big bucks. 130 inch. 15th. Down for, here, down here is to the fifteenth. Uh, Matt and I both hunt on the north end or the delta end. So yeah. today was the last day of deer season for north us. Of twenty. So, um, yeah, we're both north of twenty. Or is it, is it twenty that you go by, or is it eighty four? I think it's eighty four. Yeah, 84. Oh, eighty four. Yeah. Oh yeah, that is a good buck. <clears throat> Hunter, are you done deer hunting? Nope. What? Do you, so you got, got two to weeks. Thirteenth, yeah. I've got a camera out in South Mississippi that I'm going to go check because I hadn't been checking it. And 
So, am I done deer hunting? I don't know. Depends on what's on that camera. If there's a good one, I'll hunt him. But if not, we have plenty of meat, and I could be satisfied being done if I kill ducks this weekend. I'm done. I've packed up everything. We've got meat in the freezer. Baseball season starts this weekend for me, so deer season's... Unless I get COVID. Yeah. Which I don't think I can. It's hard for me to hang on these next two weeks. Because I start moving stuff and start seeing turkey calls falling out of boxes. And I'm like, uh... <laughs> turkey season's around the corner. And then, I mean, it's, I mean, hopefully... Hopefully now it'll warm back up since deer season's over. Because I don't it, care for it. It can warm back up February 16th, but... So you want to keep it cold for two more weeks? I want the guys down here to have good weather. I've been yeah, seeing deer chasing. I don't here. want to have good weather. Oh, um, you don't. You uh, like warm uh, weather? I like uh, if they're if they're. I mean, you don't have as much insulation. Sixty so degrees. It's gonna be, be up fine. in the seventies this week. It and is Saturday, Friday, and Saturday get back cold again. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna be cold fishing. Well, you probably you know what you're doing. I guess if you're pedaling too, fishing. though, you probably warm up a little bit doing all that pedaling. You'll burn. You'll burn up. Yeah. Start paddling or pedaling. Yeah. Heck, my my best tournaments is when I got my big thick suede Saint jacket on. Yeah. That's when I get my big fish. <laughs> yeah. Just the wrong month. Do you ever sneak any goldfish out there? They frown upon the live liveliness of the bait. Now that hunters joined you. But I have kayak group. You need you kind of need to keep an eye. Have on to that. check his kayak. Well, he's, Dude, I'll freaking bring him with me. He's got Smith County blood. I I so. remember when it was illegal <laughs> in 2000. It was still illegal to uh, use li- uh, live goldfish. Really? I ain't gonna say who done it. <laughs> Big Creek Ten at on a full moon. Game warden shouldn't have told me about that. Cause well, I moved. I moved. From Louisiana, I didn't know right nothing about different rules. Go- oh, I didn't know about goldfish. I'm like goldfish. Yeah, I want to run to Walmart. <laughs> yeah, we've ran we've ran trout lines well, see, with goldfish. You can, you can do it now. It's legal yeah. now. I'm pretty sure we've yeah. we've been doing it for a long time. So I've been doing it forever. Yeah. But. Well, guys, that wraps us up for tonight. It's been uh, it's. I've learned a lot tonight, and now now I'm kind of interested in going and learning some more. Well, yeah, we uh, there's multiple like if you go to our go to our uh, page, mm-hmm. and then the featured if you swipe it left, it uh, it's got the schedule on it. Okay, I'll be sure to check that out. If you're not if you're not all up for stump jumping, which Bill Waller's right. there's a bunch underneath that you don't see, but uh, there's all we do all different lakes. I'm going to go check the schedule out. And everybody else, you need to go check it out, too. Once again, it's Pine Buck Kayak Bass Fishing on Facebook. Join the group. Give Chad a shout. And uh, get hooked up with that. Matt will have a kayak in a week now. I will not. <laughs> or at least he'll be telling us what kind of kayaks we need to be buying. I've done a lot of reading on it. All right. Well, until next time, we appreciate you guys. Chad, thanks for coming on tonight. Oh, thank you. While you're scrolling through Facebook, check out Mr. Nice Guy Food Truck and Catering. Also, a special thank you to Jason Justice of Orange Beach, Alabama, who 
who provides all of the music for the Pinstripes to Camo podcast. 